Good evening, Rifters. This is Rifts and Rules, the 5e D&D podcast. We're going to many 5e books and talk about various rules and haunted gameplay experience. I'm Nathan, the Dungeon Master of Riftwake. And I'm Remy, a player on Riftwake and a Dungeon Master myself. And today we're here to talk about magic tattoos. I have a real tattoo. Unfortunately, it does not give me any actual magical powers. So the idea of a tattoo that is able to actually give an ability to the person who has it is something that's really neat to me. Uh, just kind of curious. Nathan, what's your opinion on tattoos in general? I am very Asian, and I think <laughs> Mm-hmm. They sound painful. Um, things that you can obviously regret for a long time. And generally, they are around pretty bad. I mean, like, here's the thing. As an artist, I think they're really fucking cool t- as well. Because... You know, like, imagine, oh, shit, I can make art and put it on myself. That is so cool. And then I can also be like, in ten, in, in a year's time, I will hate it so much because I've gotten so much better. And then I realized that this was a horrible mistake. Huh. I hadn't quite thought about it in those terms. But yeah, I imagine that a tattoo for an artist is probably way more difficult to think. Hmm. All right. But... In the new book, Tasha's Cauldron of Everything, magic tattoos now are explicitly spelled out and 11 options are now out there about ways that this can work. So before I just do the deep dive on the specifics, uh, let me just talk about the general process of how they work. Blending magic and artistry with ink and needles, magic tattoos imbue their bearers with wondrous abilities. Magic tattoos are initially bound to magic needles, which transfer their magic to a creature. Once inscribed on a creature's body, damage or injury doesn't impair the tattoo's function, even if the tattoo is defaced. When applying a magic tattoo, a creature can customize the tattoo's appearance. A magic tattoo can look like a brand, scarification, a birthmark, patterns of scale, or any other cosmetic alteration. The rarer a magic tattoo is, the more space it typically occupies on a creature's skin. The magic tattoo coverage table offers guidelines for how large a given tattoo is. That's pretty freaking nifty. So it doesn't just require a tattoo artist that does inscribe the tattoo on a person it is a magic item that just transfers the complete image onto a person to be honest there's kind of pros and cons to that approach i kind of like the idea of there being like magical tattooists who have to like engrave a tattoo onto a person in some form or fashion so the fact that it is just a magic item good for convenience but not as cool from the world building point of view, in my opinion. Anyway, uh, so there is that uh, coverage chart that they just talked about. Uh, so as with all magic items, it goes all the way from common to legendary. And the more uh, rare, the more space. So a common one is just a hand or foot or a quarter of a limb. Uncommon, half a limb or the scalp. Rare, one limb. Very rare, two limbs or the chest, or upper back, and Legendary takes a full two limbs and the torso. Alright, so yeah, Legendary Tattoo takes up a heck of a lot of space. Uh, Let's see here. So I'm going to go ahead and just go through these in alphabetical order. The first one we've got is the Absorbing Tattoo. This one I actually really like too, because 
all that it is is damage resistance. So, well, not just, I should say. Uh, so while you have the tattoo, you are resistant to a type of damage, and you pick... Uh, which one it is, or the DM does when he makes this available, or just depending on how magic items work in your world, like maybe there are just options available to you when you get access to it. So you could just use this to just have a tattoo that makes you resistant to, you know, fire or cold or necrotic or what have you. But it does also have an additional effect, which is damage absorption. When you take damage of the chosen type, you can use your reaction to gain immunity to that instance of the damage, and you regain a number of hit points equal to half the damage you would have taken. Once this reaction is used, it can't be used again till the next dawn. This is fucking awesome i am curious though nathan can you see some of the potential shenanigans that can exist with that so no i i, I don't really see any of the loopholes that might need <laughs> yeah well we know how mine works with that kind of thing so what immediately came to mind for me okay so if you have the uh, fire resistance fire is just one of the most common damage types so it makes sense to be the one that you would get for this. However, imagine you have a magic user in your party who knows something like Fireball. You can use your once a day reaction absorption to just plan, I'm going to stand in the middle of the enemies. You blast the Fireball, it destroys most of them, but it heals me for half of that 8d6 damage. That is awesome and just a brilliant potential just combo move on the part of two players or just two characters in general i should say uh sorry uh one thing that i also do need to uh mention that i did accidentally skip over uh tattoos are something that require attunement every single tattoo is considered something that requires attunement so to attune, you hold the needle to your skin where you want the tattoo to appear, pressing the needle there throughout the attunement process. When the attunement is complete, the needle turns into the ink that becomes the tattoo, which appears on the skin. If your attunement to the tattoo ends, the tattoo vanishes and the needle reappears in your space. I gotta admit, that's pretty cool. I'm not a big fan of the whole... Uh, just the fact that it isn't something that requires like a magical person to do the tattooing, but the fact that the needle turns into the ink that flows into your skin, that's pretty freaking cool. I've and got a question. Is, yes. The, the, when, when, if the tattoo moves, does it hurt when, when it does it? Because uh, then that, that'd be real fun. <laughs> Wait, say that again? No, if the tattoo moves, does it hurt? Uh, no, and we'll actually get to that later on. And that sucks. <laughs> what is wrong with you? <laughs> no, it's just like a cool thing, you know? Like, what is, like, technically, one thing that you could do, which would be painful, like, because you are able to attune and reattune to a magic item if need be and you have the time, technically, because of the fact that you can just influence where the tattoo is when you attune. Like, you could have it be like, no, 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 I'm not the guy you're looking for. Look, uh, the description here on the water poster mentions that he has a dragon tattoo on his left arm. I have the dragon tattoo on my right arm. Easy mistake to make. I totally understand. But uh, this is just a misunderstanding. Kind of sus, but okay. <laughs> 
I mean, come on. There's a lot of people that have like similar tattoos. That's just a thing that I mean, happens. Yeah, and in I a world so. where dragons are real, there'd be a lot of people with dragon tattoos. Probably me included. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I'll be honest. The next one here is probably one of my favorites just because I find it to be neat and amazingly convenient for a person, potentially. Barrier tattoo. While you aren't wearing armor, the tattoo grants you an armor class. Depending on the tattoo's rarity, as shown below, you can use a shield and still gain this benefit. So there's the uncommon version that is 12 plus your dex mod, the rare version, which is 15 plus your dex, max 2, and very rare, 18 AC. So this is a way to give a character AC without armor so you can have a character that doesn't have armor proficiencies with a magic like a magic user and you could use this to give them a half decent ac like even the rare version of this where it's 15 plus dex like let's just say you have a wizard who just has a flat 10 to their dexterity score and just don't have a dex mod then they could still have 15 AC with the rare version of this tattoo. And given the fact that a rare tattoo just covers one limb, maybe this is the kind of situation where you might have a magic user who has like their, you know, their, uh, you know, staff in their right hand. But then you can see like pilking through on the limb that holds the staff, like glowing runic tattoos, you know, and then that is, you know, the tattoo that gives them this AC. So having a magic item like this that does not require a armor proficiency to actually give a character armor i fucking love this one because it is just so easy for me to imagine a lot of people in universe making use of this so this is something that i have immediately made use of just for my own character building i have already uh started just going through my characters and applying this to a handful of my npcs out in the world just because this is the kind of thing that i absolutely am just retconning to exist because it just makes sense if you have the magical ability to make this in your world this would be amazingly common because another thing to keep in mind because of the fact that it is just a tattoo like a lot of people debate about the whole wearing armor while you sleep issue about like are you supposed to you know just strip down to regular clothes when you go to sleep and then have to take the time to armor back up in the morning like if you have like a rich nobleman who like may not be good in a fight it would totally make sense for them to have like even just the uncommon version of this would be something because then instead of just having it be their you know just usual not great defense like even if they're asleep even if you know they are you know attacked in the bath or some such like noblemen would absolutely make use of this just for that extra just a little bit of safety in life all right, next up, we've got our first legendary tattoo, which is the Blood Fury tattoo. Tattoo has 10 charges and it regains all expended charges daily at dawn. While on your skin, you gain the following benefits. When you hit a creature with a weapon attack, you can expend a charge to deal an extra 4d6 necrotic damage to the target, and you regain a number of hit points equal to the necrotic damage dealt. 
When a creature you can see damages you, you can expend a charge and use your reaction to make a melee attack against that creature with advantage on your attack roll. Holy crap, that is powerful. Uh, that is not a whole lot of effects, considering that it is a legendary tattoo, but holy moly, the power of that. So 10 times a day, you get to use these effects. So 10 times you can attack, dealing an extra 4d6 necrotic damage, and you heal the amount of that necrotic damage. That is massive. Could you imagine how absolutely terrifying some like barbarian with this tattoo would be in a fight? Because they are constantly dealing extra 46 damage and healing that amount. And they have the choice of using their reaction to make additional melee attacks with advantage. That would be a terrifying opponent to face. Like... I can kind of see why this is considered to be a legendary one. That is something that also could absolutely see use. And also, you know, imagining like the effects of it, because what a tattoo looks like is kept purposefully vague. So imagine that you have this kind of magical effect where just going with the barbarian example, like both arms and their chest are just covered in just these like glowing red magical lines as this raging barbarian charges at you with this weapon then dealing additional necrotic damage as they swing like fuck that would be scary all right now next up we've got the coiling grasp tattoo grasping tendrils while the tattoo is on your skin you can as an action cause the tattoo to extrude into inky tendrils which reach for a creature you can see within 15 feet of you they have to succeed on a dc 14 strength saving throw or take 3d6 force damage and be grappled by you as an action the creature can escape with a dc 14 athletics or acrobatics check uh, grapple also ends if you halt it no action required if the creature is ever more than 15 feet away from you or if you use this tattoo on a different creature and this is an uncommon tattoo but that is actually kind of amazing in terms of just the usefulness because this may come as a shock to none of you but i'm a lazy fuck so the idea that if I have this particular magic tattoo, I could just reach out and just grab something or someone 15 feet away with enough force to grab dealing 3d6 damage. And one very important thing to point out regarding this tattoo in particular, this does not have any usage limitation. Every single turn, you have the ability to use that. On the downside, however, it is static it doesn't grow stronger as you level up it doesn't change any so no matter how strong you get it would still have that same dc 14 so that's a pretty interesting trade-off and definitely a potentially useful thing to have all right next up eldritch claw tattoo another uncommon Magical strikes. While the tattoo's on your skin, your unarmed strikes are considered magical for the purpose of overcoming immunity and resistance to non-magical attacks, and you gain a plus one bonus to attack and damage rolls with unarmed strikes. Also, 
Eldritch Maul. As a bonus action, you can empower that tattoo for a minute. For the duration, each of your melee weapon attacks can reach a target up to 30 feet away from you as tendrils of ink launch from your weapon or unarmed strike toward the target. In addition, your melee weapon attacks deal an extra 1d6 force damage on a hit. Once used, this bonus action can't be used again until the next dawn. That's pretty freaking cool. So first off, just the bonus to unarmed strikes, that's pretty nifty. But that Eldritch Maul is what definitely catches my attention. So quick reminder, uh, it doesn't last for a minute, which is 10 rounds of combat once per day. So for one combat per day, your melee attacks can reach 30 feet away and deal an extra 1d6 force damage. So that is something that could be useful forever, because as you like, let's say you have something like that on a fighter, then that fighter is able to make melee attacks from 30 feet away with an extra D6. And as they level up, they're doing more attacks per turn. So that could be massively beneficial in terms of just the sheer battlefield control damage. Like, so even if, you know, there's something like a small river or bridge or some such or a chasm that is small, like between you and your enemy, the ability to make melee attacks from 30 feet away can be massively beneficial to a lot of melee characters. Next up is the Ghost Step Tattoo, a rare one this time. Ghostly form. The tattoo has three charges and it regains all expended charges daily at dawn. As a bonus action, while the tattoo is on your skin, you can expend one of the tattoo's charges to become incorporeal until the end of your next turn. Uh, for the duration, you gain the following benefits. You have resistance to bludgeoning, piercing, and slashing damage from non-magical attacks. You can't be grappled or restrained. You can move through creatures and solid objects as if they were difficult terrain. If you end your turn in a solid object, you take 1d10 force damage. If the effect ends while you're inside a solid object, you instead are shunted to the nearest unoccupied space, and you take 1d10 force damage for every 5 feet traveled. Damn, that could be real, real useful on a rogue. Imagine, three times a day, the rogue is able to activate this as a bonus action, and it lasts till the end of your next turn. So that means each charge lasts for two turns. So you could use this, like imagine a thief that is able to just walk through the goddamn walls. That is really freaking cool. And I also can imagine that like even in more normal circumstances, an adventurer with this tattoo could absolutely use this for the sake of information gathering. I mean, also just it'd be really hard to just actually hold like in like imagine trying to arrest someone who could just walk through the goddamn walls that would be troublesome to say the least all right so next up we actually have a common quality tattoo and that is the illuminators tattoo magical scribing while this tattoo is on your skin you can write with your fingertip as if it were an ink pen that never runs out of ink as an action, you can touch a piece of writing up to one page in length and speak a creature's name. The writing becomes invisible to everyone other than you and the name creature for the next 24 hours. Either of you can dismiss the invisibility by touching the script, no action required. Once used, this action can't be used again till the next dawn. 
So that's just kind of nifty. And I can't imagine a lot of player characters would be particularly interested in that one. But the ability to make writing invisible to only to everyone except you and a single other person for one day, that's the kind of thing that could be very valuable in the world. So that's another of those that just is worth thinking about from that perspective. All right, next up, a very rare one, the Life Well Tattoo. You have resistance to necrotic damage. Also, Life Ward, when you would be reduced to zero hit points, you drop to one hit point instead. Once used, this property can't be used again until the next dawn. Damn, that's valuable. Every single day, once a day, you only drop to one hit point instead of being reduced to zero. I could definitely see some benefit in that. All right, next up, another common one, the Masquerade Tattoo. Fluid Ink. As a bonus action, you can shape the tattoo into any color or pattern and move it to any area of your skin. Whatever form it takes, it is always obviously a tattoo. It can range in size from no smaller than a copper piece to an intricate work of art that covers all of your skin. Disguise Self. As an action, you can use the tattoo to cast the Disguise Self spell, uh, DC 13, to discern the disguise. Once the spell's cast from the tattoo, can't be cast again till the next dawn. I gotta admit, for a common quality item, that is massively potentially beneficial. So the fact that you can just change the look of the tattoo can definitely be handy for the sake of sneaking around. But then also, considering the Disguise Self aspect, Casting a spell once a day from that. And then so with the disguise, you can have like a distinctive tattoo that you yourself do not have. That is massively fun that that could be kind of played with. All right. Now we move on to the Shadowfell brand tattoo. Another rare one. You gain dark vision with a range of 60 feet and you have advantage on stealth checks. Also, when you take damage, you can use your reaction to become insubstantial for a moment, having the damage you take. The reaction can't be used again till the next sunset. This is another really, really convenient one. Uh, we've talked a good bit in the past about how there are a lot of races that just don't have dark vision. So if you're playing in a game where that is something that happens a lot, then having a magic tattoo to grant dark vision that also gives you advantage forever on stealth checks that's real nice but even that defense aspect is also still really good so just once a day you can just have the damage that you take from something that is nifty all right and the last one now the one that ought to have been my favorite but i honestly have a couple of issues with the spell rot tattoo this magic tattoo contains a single spell of up to fifth level wrought on your skin by a magic needle. Use the tattoo, uh, blah, 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 blah. That's the same. Uh, once the tattoo is there, you can cast its spell requiring no material components. The tattoo glows faintly when you cast the spell and for the spell's duration. Once the spell ends, the tattoo vanishes from your skin. The level of the spell in the tattoo determines the saving throw DC, attack bonus, spellcasting modifier, and the tattoo's rarity. So, you can have a cantrip up to a 5th level spell. 
So cantrip and first level spell are common. Second and third level spells uncommon. Fourth and fifth level spells rare. So for the most part, I really love the idea of this is that it is a magic item way to grant a small amount of magic. Like the problem I have is that it's a one and done. Like unlike the one we talked about just a minute ago, the masquerade tattoo, which lets you cast disguise self once a day. For some reason, this just is a one and done. You cast it once and then it's just fucking gone. I hate that. I hate that a lot. Like the fact that we see quite literally two examples earlier that it's possible to just have it be a one a day thing. But then this isn't irks me to put it mildly. Like, it'd be one thing to just have there be versions of it. Maybe you have, like, a cheaper version that is a one-and-done, and then just let there also be, like, a, like a once-a-day version. But the fact that it's just one-and-done pisses me off. Like, I want to have a tattoo of prestidigitation, damn it. Give me a way to make all of my characters have prestidigitation forever. Always. Jerks. <laughs> On the other hand, like I have my bias about this, obviously, but there are situations where this could be massively, massively helpful. So as a, another example of just where this could be useful, uh, can you think of any, let's say, fifth level spells that would be real useful to have once? Five, five, no, fireballs to the whole tree, isn't it? Yes, it is. Shit. I don't know. I don't I don't know my, my higher level spells. <laughs> so it wouldn't work in Riftwake, but Raise Dead is a fifth level spell. So if you use this by rules as written, when the item is created, it deals with the material components. So it specifically says that when you use the tattoo, you don't require material components for the spell. So if you had a spell rot tattoo of Raise Dead, then once and only once, you would be able to raise dead without needing the other material components because that would have already been dealt with in the cost of the tattoo. And that is something that can be hugely useful because a lot of magic items like so spell scrolls, for example, are stupidly restrictive in who is able to use them. And those kinds of limits do not exist on spell route tattoos. So anyone who would be able to make a spell route tattoo to have that doesn't matter. Any character who buys it can use it. So any character, even if they're a non spellcaster, would be able to use that fifth level version of the spell route tattoo if they had a tattoo of Raised Dead. And that is, again, just the brilliant kind of usage of something like this to allow flexibility in characters of something that is kind of a just in case to have that just thought about from the world building perspective. What are the kind of contingencies that people might make use of for that? So another good fifth level spell, actually, teleportation circle. If you have like a lot of established permanent teleportation circles in your world, then that might make sense for someone to, like, in case of emergency even, just have a tattoo of teleportation circle. And then even if they get, you know, captured, imprisoned, what have you, then as long as it isn't a, you know, magical prison, then just boop, teleportation circle out. And man, it's just the kind of thing. It all comes down to creativity in the use of that single use of spell. I would absolutely prefer if there were 
other versions that had the daily use of spells just because I like the idea of more magic in the world. But even with that single use, there's absolutely a lot of ways that that could be used in a lot of fun ways. But the fact that it is just one and done makes it much harder, I feel, to kind of justify the cost of them. So that is all of the magic tattoos that do exist now. So I am curious, Nathan, with all of that said, is that something that you think you might incorporate any? So I, I definitely think that it's a very cool um, concept. Then I might consider it as a, a, a thing for one of the future continents you come across. Come across. Sorry. All right. So something that just came to mind for me, that'd be kind of cool. Imagine if it is something like instead of the whole needle thing, it's like ground shards that are just like lightly engraved into the skin. So you just have these like colorful crystal pictures on people's skin. That'd be really fucking cool. That 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 has a really nice image to it. I like it. (laughs) But in summary, magic tattoos can be used as written, but also just as inspiration for any type of effects that you want to make available in your game stylistically, mechanically, but it is another option to customize the look of a character as well as give them mechanical benefits, which is always something I highly approve of. Okay, let's... Thanks for listening to this episode of Rifts and Rules. Please leave us a review and go to high stars on iTunes. I also support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash podcast. Tier stars those a dollar and even that much really helps us out. Support us get benefits such as behind the scenes content, early access to episodes, access to the Patreon Discord, where we will chat with the cast, and even a shout out on the show. Find us on social media on Twitter at RiftWakePodcast, on Facebook as Riftwake, or on the subreddit r slash podcast. And you can send us an email, riftsandrules at gmail.com. That's riffs and the rules at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Bye.